0: this is episode zero one one of two vets vending here with hack and baggins uh your two favorite assholes in the room except we're down hack this week um but no worries we got a new guest we got my brother steven in. he's he's calling in from colorado today so we're doing this over the interwebs via webcam um he is not a webcam model, but he probably should think about that. But anyway,
1: that's another topic. Right hey, I've lost weight. I'm looking okay. nice.
0: Uh, so uh, everybody, this, this is Steven. You know, listeners know Steven. Um, but uh, we'll just, we'll jump right into our catch up and we'll let Steven kind of introduce himself and uh, kind of his ambitions in, in life and where he wants to go. And um, kind of, well, and then we'll pick his brain on some of these topics that he sent over. Um, very smart dude when it comes to sports, and I'm excited about this episode because, you know, we haven't talked a whole lot about sports on this show, but it's definitely something that uh, Hack and I both enjoy. But uh, we'll throw it over to Steven and let him introduce himself, and we'll, we'll jump right into it.
1: All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Steven. Uh, like my brother Phil said. Um, yeah, let's uh, kind of get into kind of who I am and what I'm about. Um, I'm 24 years old. I live in Denver, Colorado. Um, I used to live in Utah, moved out here about five years ago, six years ago, um, and just have kind of been going to school uh, mostly to become a teacher, but to ultimately uh, coach high school sports, whether that be uh, basketball or football, Um, either one that kind of any opportunity presents itself. I'll be ready for But, um, yeah, so let's kind of get into, uh, the catch up here. What have, what have you been up to? Uh,
0: not a whole lot. Just, just work really. Um, it's been kind of slow, but, uh, hack and I, we, we finally got back into the gym after kind of a summer hiatus and Hey, there you go. I, I I've never been so sore in my life. We, <laughs> we changed it up a bit. Um, for those of you that follow our niece Morgan on her Instagram fitness thing, um, she's kind of put us to shame. She sent over a workout for us a while back. It kicked our ass. We tried to tone it down a little bit, but um, we we found this new this new workout, and we are both hurting. But it's a good hurt. It's a good hurt. We're both getting older, and so we need to keep in shape right we just sit here we just sit here in an office all day so um, what was
1: it more cardio or
0: uh, a lot more heavy lifting Um, my doctor said I need to start lifting more I need to do less cardio more weight training so Uh, where we're headed Um, but yeah other than that not a whole lot going on Um, so I mean it's been kind of boring actually
1: yeah same (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I work at a gym, so I, uh, you know, I, I see all the, all the people in there, you know, sores, sores can be when they're leaving, but yeah, you know, they like it and yeah, it's, yeah, my, uh, it's not often you can say that your niece uh, has more muscle, <laughs> not only definition, but mass than you. So yeah, exactly. um, it is quite a thing.
0: Yeah. And then hack it's to, today's hacks birthday. So that's oh
1: happy he, birthday.
0: He's not here. He's. He's traveling with the fam, they're doing a little uh weekend getaway. So um he's not here with us today, but but that's all right. Well um, if he's
1: gone, who's uh taking care of the chickens? Uh
0: actually I will
1: be. I gotta go oh. over there.
0: I'm gonna go over there this weekend and check on check on the birds and grab some eggs while I'm there.
1: So There you go. Omelets for breakfast. That's right. Yeah, my our family has a farm and we get eggs from there and Oh man, you got to be careful when you're cracking those open, though.
0: <laughs> oh no, we we've had we've had yeah. a where you crack them open. And you're, well, in fact, it happened the other day. Um, cracked one open. Uh, the wife was making some food, and she, she's like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, just, "Just toss it away." But she had to throw away the the stuff that was in the bowl that she was making because some of that stuff got into the other food
1: <laughs> oh, You man. Got, you got to be careful. But. I can imagine the kitchen is shut down. <laughs> no one's going in. Yeah. You got to bleach it.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty rough, but yeah, you do got to be careful, but fresh eggs are by far better than store-bought
1: eggs. Oh, yeah, I can't really remember the last time I had like store-bought eggs. Yeah. We're we're now egg snobs, so. Ah. Uh, I could see that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right let's uh let's let's jump into some of these topics so uh Stephen sent me over some topics that he he wanted to discuss, which is good it's always a good good to have uh listeners and everybody kind of send us some topics and if you would like to send us a topic, just hit us up at hackandbaggins at gmail dot com um and then also uh we are looking for more guests to come on our show. We actually have one lined up for next week, which I'm excited about he is uh gonna be competing, running for, uh, governor of Utah. Um, his name is Zachary Moses. I went to school with him. I'm excited. Uh, so he's, he's trying to create a change here in Utah, um, where it's been very, very, uh, red state. Um, so he's trying to break up that red dominance, which I think is awesome. So we're excited to have him on next week. Um, and then, you know, like I said, if you guys, have any topics or would like to be on the show, just hit us up at baggins at gmail.com. So, here we go. First topic that Steven sent over, which is something that we've kind of mentioned on the show before. And something that just seems like week after week, there's something more to the story.
1: Small uh, effect.
0: Yeah, and so, Antonio Brown. Um, the latest that I've seen, so he's now since been released from the Patriots mm-hmm. after. I don't know, played one game. Maybe I think he was there two weeks on the team. He released. There was a second uh, allegation charge against him. Uh, the Patriots released him. And then he, after that, I guess he enrolled uh, again at Central Michigan to take some classes.
1: It was.
0: So, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what are your thoughts about the whole let's, – let's start from – from the Steelers to the Raiders to the Patriots to now, like
1: yeah, I I kind of like to cover. And what I've been hearing and what I've talked to people about this is, it's they always kind of bring up Terrell Owens and how he caused drama for the team, where he did cause drama for not only the Eagles and you know pretty much every team he played for, but it wasn't drama that left football and I'm sure, and it was kind of a different time as well back then with social media and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like athletes, when you're put in a certain position, if you're scorned about something, and I think it kind of started with the Instagram story, um, that he posted live. Um, when uh, Mike Tomlin basically called the New England Patriots ass clowns up North, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and and you know that was recorded. So I th- I think after him kind of getting scorned from that, it kind of trickled down, and people want to say it's you know all the the CTE and stuff like that. But I don't think it affects you too too soon. I don't know all the research on that, but uh, no, I just I just kind of think he uh, you know if he's you know if if all these allegations are true, he definitely needs to go to prison for life. But if you know if they're kind of not true, and which is hard to believe that they're not because it is from a trainer that he has worked with multiple times. So it seems like a believable story. So
0: yeah, it's, it's it's unfortunate. Um, like you said, the, with, with Terrell Owens, um, he was, he was somebody that I followed quite a bit because he was on my, my team, the 49ers for a lot of years and was actually inducted into the, not only the NFL hall of fame, but he is now in the 49ers hall of fame. Mm -hmm. Um, the guy was a stud player. He, he backed up his, his trash talk. Yeah, he was, he, was a, he was a headache for teams, but I don't recall him ever having off-the-field controversy like Andrew yeah. Brown is having right now. Yeah, which is. Is, which is toxic to the team. It's toxic to the community. It's toxic to, to the rest of the league, essentially. Especially now that it's I mean, he's he's been on three teams now. Now he didn't really play for the Raiders. I mean there he practiced or whatever, but um but yeah, I mean the guy I don't know. It you know, I, I hate to see guys, especially in a position that these athletes are with tons of money, get accused for stuff because I can't I can't imagine what that's like. But at the same time, if they did it, then they they you know you need to step up and you need to you need to pay for it
1: exactly, yeah, and I mean, I saw a picture on the internet the other day that said, uh you know Antonio Brown is the only athlete to ever have his uh jerseys on clearance racks from three different teams <laughs> at the same time, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, yeah, so he um you know he he definitely needs help, and there's a lot of reports coming out that he has been in contact and his agent has been in contact with a lot of NFL teams. But if I were him and if I were people close to him, I would just kind of call it quits on football for a while. Focus on your mental health because that's way more important in the long run than getting a check.
0: I saw some things about the CTE stuff. Like, um, yes, it is very – it's a very real thing that's uh, plaguing the NFL. But at no point have I seen or heard that CTE – Causing this type of behavior, you you had players like Junior Seo had CTE. I, the guy was awesome. People couldn't speak nicer about the guy. He was never alleged to be a sexual predator at any point in his life. Uh, so I, I I find it an easy way out. I just think some people are just bad people, and when they're in the spotlight, it's it's magnified. So. Yeah.
1: There's uh there's no good or bad publicity to someone who loves publicity. So, it's all just kind of good. To-
0: yep. Their, their names in the news and that's all they want. Absolutely. So, uh more to come on that. You know, we'll we'll keep our eye on the news. Um who knows? Maybe he'll kind of just drift off and be a student at Central Michigan and things will blow over, who knows. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um next topic that you that you sent over uh Eli Manning um, being benched in favor of this Daniel Jones. Now, Daniel Jones created a little bit of a ripple in, in the NFL during draft day because people are like, who is this guy? Why are the Giants drafting this guy? You know, he was kind of a al- almost a nobody to a lot of people, especially out West um, because we didn't, you know, we don't hear a lot of, Names of uh, the East Coast teams, unless they are like in the Heisman Trophy running and things like that. But this Daniel Jones. Um, uh, with him and that shock uh, Barky over there, I think there's good things to come for the for the Giants.
1: I, yeah, I think I think they're they're really gonna pick up. I mean, like you said, no one's really heard of Daniel Jones, and he, he when he got picked by the Giants, everyone booed him. On and off the stage, so um, you know he seems like a smart kid. He he's always gone to the the Manning football camps, Manning Passing Academy. So that's I
0: mean can't that's, go wrong there.
1: Can't go wrong. I mean, <laughs> but uh, you know, so he he's from Duke, and Duke when he played,
0: not known there, football powerhouse.
1: No, absolutely not. But they had an awful team. I mean, right. it, it Peyton Manning probably couldn't you know, throw a football behind that offensive line. So, I mean, for him to get to the NFL, it's going to take time. He looked good in the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He he threw four, 353 yards and two touchdowns. So, you know, and that game was kind of all uh, one off of the uh, Matt Gay, unfortunately, yeah. Utah, former Utah Utes kicker, missing a field goal <laughs> there. But, you know, he'll come back next week. Got him on my fantasy team. So, yeah. Uh, no, I think I think Daniel Jones is going to be good in the long run. I think once uh, Saquon Barkley comes back from uh, that high ankle sprain, uh, should be. Uh, I think they should be kind of a well-oiled machine. They're just going to have to uh, find some receivers. They have none of those.
0: So. Yeah. Well, what's, what? What do you think is next for Eli Manning? Should he stick around with the Giants, or should he find a spot with some of these teams that have just been riddled with quarterback injury?
1: I, I was surprised that in the offseason with the Giants drafting Daniel Jones, whether he was ready or not, I think the Giants should have started him right away. I also think now that Tom Coughlin, uh, former head coach in New York, is a GM or, I guess, advisor to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I was kind of surprised that he didn't try to trade for Eli Manning I just think Eli Manning has been on a bad teams for the last like six years. So I think him getting and playing with that Jacksonville defense. I think if you have Eli Manning playing really well there, I don't think Jalen Ramsey gets upset. I don't think there's a whole lot of trade requests from him. So I think for Eli Manning though, in the long run, I think I, if I were him, I would kind of retire after the season, help Daniel Jones as much as you can yeah. And kind of do a Kobe farewell tour because if it weren't for Eli Manning, Tom Brady would have eight Super Bowl rings and I, I can't fathom that. So
0: <laughs> I know he's he's the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in a super Bowl. Man, Tom Brady's kryptonite right there. That's that's pretty impressive right there. That's a good resume. You know, I hate to see some of these these really good players greats kinda their last year of the career kind of be tarnished in in a way. Yeah. He, he's been I, pinched. So that kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely.
0: But it sucks that he's been on a bad team for many years too. So
1: Very true. The Giants have no defense. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. pretty rough. 1 and 2. I'm kind of surprised but uh yeah, we'll see.
0: Well, they beat the Bucks, so that's that's not saying a whole that's lot. True. But, hey, but, but the 49ers Bruce, I, beat the Bucks too, so we'll take it that's true
1: that's true my broncos are having a rough go i uh yeah i don't know what happened to the broncos defense they're just not showing up
0: yeah we'll see what happens this what's coming week. <laughs> um a little bit of a story update uh area 51 uh there's supposed to be people that said they were going to storm area 51 uh last week um nothing really happened uh, a bunch of yahoos did show up in these small towns just outside area 51 but there wasn't anything significant to report or to even see or to watch and in a sense knowing knowing the mindset of veterans and or of military members i think <laughs> i'm glad it nothing happened but i i know that there were guys there the Security detail, we're hoping something would happen, but nothing happened. Um, it's a good thing, but to be honest, I was a little disappointed. Nothing happened,
1: yeah. I uh, I was kind of looking forward to uh, some you know, big stories about uh, you know, a bunch of teenage kids or people that had 700 dollars that could buy a plane ticket to the middle of the desert,
0: yeah, messing
1: up. I guess there was only two arrests, uh, yeah, if I read that story correctly and it was just because they approached the gate. So,
0: right.
1: um, and then uh, about a dozen people showed up to the, uh, event there. So <laughs> yeah. out of the, out of the, uh, thought of 40,000 people that, uh, the, uh, I think it's the Rachel or Rochelle Nevada police yeah. department reported. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good turnout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get the invite for that party.
1: Right. Yeah. That,
0: that would have been, that would have been kind of disappointing. But, uh, like I said, I was kind of hoping something would happen, something like Independence Day type of stuff, like people driving across the desert, like, I don't know, or even see some aliens or something. I don't know. It, it it'd have just been kind of fun, but nothing happened.
1: Yeah. Hey, and on last week's podcast... Um I, I just want to let it be known, anyone that's listening to this, I am a big conspiracy theory guy. So uh, there are some I don't believe in, okay? Uh, but uh, the aliens, they're definitely real. I don't think they'd come here. Uh, I mean, if you take a look around you now, you'll probably see something that you think's dumb or you don't like. Uh, the aliens probably think that too. So I don't think they would come here and bother us too much.
0: For those of you that didn't listen to last week, I referenced this uh I'm assuming you're referencing the video that that I was talking about that was being released from the yes. Navy fighter pilots that saw this object that they were following, and um, this this object was flying. It, it was doing maneuvers that weren't typical to an aircraft that they are familiar with. So, anyways, you go back and listen to that episode. Look up the video. I mean, it's it's kind of fascinating, um, but. I just, I think there's so much out there that we don't know, and to say that it's not real, I think is foolish. But you know, we know Hack has different feelings on that, but you know, we discussed that already. Um, definitely encourage you to look into stuff, do your own research, and make sure it's it's like actual research because there's so much phony crap out there that uh, you can you can read something that's completely false and just just be careful. Anyways, we're gonna shift gears a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna well, kind of shift gears. We're still talking sports, but um, we're gonna jump into golf now. The new golf season is is uh, kind of underway. Um, no big tournaments and things like that are happening just yet, but we still there is still some big tour stuff happening, and um, the Safeway Open started today. Um, I I was looking through the field, seeing who's playing, who who I'd want to pick, who I'd like to see win, and things like that. Um, some of the names that pop up: Pat Perez. I've always liked Pat Perez. I think he's I think he's cool. He's super laid back. It's fun to watch him play in person. But one guy that you need to keep an eye out is Tony Romo. Is playing in the Safeway Open. He is the only amateur out there. And last I saw, through eight holes, he is at even par. Um. So he's beating these, these professionals. I mean, there's quite a few that are over par. So he's one to kind of keep an eye on. Um, he is the only amateur in the field. So he's obviously going to be the highest amateur, like the best score amateur. But um, I'm not sure who I'll pick. Melinari is probably probably one to pick to win because he's, he's, a, he's a stud. But uh, what are your thoughts on the golf? I know you're not huge into golf, but it's definitely something I know you kind of pay attention to.
1: Yeah, I watch it from time to time. I'm, I really, I'm really always interested in the younger international players who are like, you know, kind of coming up in the ranks that are like nineteen, twenty. I know there's a couple guys from China. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce their names. Uh, a couple guys from, oh, uh, on here. Germany, I think maybe, or did I see that correctly? Got a couple guys from Canada. I don't know. I like Adam Scott. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. He, he's I, been a while since he's he's been in the in the winning circle.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you said, I I'll take pay too much attention to golf, but I am excited uh, for the upcoming golf season. I was like when Tiger's on, but oh yeah. I don't know what the update on him is?
0: So we got Adam Scott. He's in the lead at five under. Okay. Uh, You got Molinari, who I just mentioned. He's up four under. Um, The one guy that I don't want to see is Bryson DeChambeau. I don't know what it is about him. I don't like watching him play. I think he's – I don't know. He's just not not my guy, Uh, which is fine. You know, some people like him. I don't really care so much, but – yeah, and we got Tony Romo. He's at one under, so he's four off the lead. That's that's pretty dang good for uh for an amateur. He's and gotta have is. so
1: much free time for golf.
0: Oh yeah. I mean he's he's beaten some big names. So it's it'll it'll all kind of pan out. It's a little early to call, but definitely Adam Scott's making a run at five under right now, so um, it'll be something to watch. This weekend, I need something to watch this weekend since 49ers are on a So,
1: Yeah, well, uh, we got the uh, thing I've watched recently. And if you have Netflix, it's on there right now. It's called Inside Bill's Brain. So it's a three-part series. Um, and it kind of details what Bill Gates has been up to um, and kind of how he's trying to help eradicate disease and use his ideas um, to come up with... Um, essentially power plants that run off of enriched uranium, um, that is stored in, I believe, I can't remember how it's pronounced, Padu Poduak, Kentucky. Um, so it's enough enriched uranium that they have stored there to power the U S for 125 years. So it's actually a really, really good watch. Um, has a lot to do with kind of how, um, He's been raised and what his childhood was like and kind of how he started uh, Microsoft with Paul Allen um, and kind of details their friendship and um, his marriage and things like that. It's actually really um, cool to watch. So if you guys get a chance to watch that this weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, sounds, sounds like fun. I'm always looking for something new to watch on Netflix or Hulu because, I mean, we, we don't have like your traditional satellite, direct TV or whatever. Um, I find it to be kind of a waste of money. So we don't, we just do like the Netflix and the Hulu thing. And we love watching like series and stuff like that. And this is definitely something that, um, I'll definitely give it a, give it a watch this weekend. Um, sounds interesting. I'm always fascinated with, I mean, you gotta be fascinated with somebody that's kind of gone from nothing. And now one of the richest people in not only in America, but in the entire world, I mean,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And he, uh, he has, his he has his hands in a, in a lot of stuff like he's, right. you know, after selling Microsoft, um, him and his wife, Melinda started up their own foundation. And it is, it was crazy to learn about not only obviously Bill Gates, ton of money, um, gives a lot to charity and things like that. But he also invests in a lot of stuff that people don't necessarily right. care about, or maybe don't right. think about anymore that could improve a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a good watch. I could really never, ever find anything on Netflix, but I'm glad that came across (laughs) because Bill Gates is a crazy, crazy dude, but he's smart.
0: Netflix is is getting a little tricky now with trying to find good stuff. It seems like almost, I don't know, I've watched all the good stuff.
1: (laughs) I I realize you have to go in and like the title or like – the whatever you watched after you watched it and it'll recommend more for you. Right. That saves you like 20 minutes of browsing. <laughs> Trust me.
0: Yeah. We'll be in bed trying to find something to watch. And then it gets to the point where it's like, oh, I'm just too tired. I don't want to watch it, anything. So i us just go to bed. Yeah. But, uh,
1: yeah. No, I got rid of my, uh, direct TV too. And it's way better. You know, there's, awesome. there's so many more app, you know, applications and, Different subscriptions you can get, and there's going to be way more in the futures too. So, not even worth paying eighty dollars a month for TV.
0: Yeah. So, uh, there are a couple topics that I wanted to bring up. One is uh, Thomas Cook. Um, For those of you that don't know who Thomas Cook is, it's probably most of you because here in the U.S. we don't really know who they are or what it is or what they're about. But it's a travel company um, out of the U.K. Uh, They do travel packages. They have airlines and this and that kind of, you know, anyways. So earlier this week, they just closed their doors, just shut it down. Didn't didn't like tell people that are on vacation through Thomas Cook what was happening. So there there are, they estimate about 150,000 British citizens that are abroad throughout wherever, and about 140,000 Germans abroad, wherever, on vacation. There's stories of people that have booked like their wedding, vac- like their wedding getaway thing. So, you know, you could book like a wedding thing where it's flights, hotel, the wedding, everything's all paid for through Thomas Cook. But they close the doors. All these people are stranded, they don't know what to do. It's very sad. Uh, I was talking with the wife about it a little bit and I said, I said, look, I'm not a big proponent of like wealthy people or large companies to pick up the slack from their competitors. But I think this is a great opportunity for people that are in a position to help these people out, help them out, help them get home, help them enjoy their vacations, help them get married. Cause there is one couple that doesn't know if they're even going to be able to get married. So, um, something to look into. It's, it's scary. You know, cause you, you never know you're, you're putting your trust into a company that you've given them thousands of dollars to provide a service. And then they just close the door. It's kind of sucky, but
1: it's, yeah, order. that is crazy. I would, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's help the, let's help the groom out, uh, he's not only getting hit from the left, but he's also getting hit from the right. He's got the wife on one side yeah. and then the travel company on the other. So,
0: and what's, what's ironic about it too, is this guy. So the company's name is Thomas cook, right? The groom's name is Thomas cook. Oh no way. <laughs> now, no talk about irony. Like that's just like the guy, not only like you said, got hit from both sides, now he's getting an uppercut because he shares the name of this company that just screwed over hundreds of thousands of people that are traveling.
1: Yeah, this man is knocked out on the mat. Yeah. Time's taken. He's at eight seconds. Yeah. Oh, man. He probably booked the Thomas Cook Travel Company because he thought, hey, I can relate. That's kind of my name. It would be cool. Yeah. I mean, not so cool now, obviously. Right. Well, Thomas, we hope you can get back home. If you ever listen
0: yeah. to this, yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, it's it's quite shocking, honestly. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, that's... Like, we were just on a vacation overseas. I can't imagine leaving and then finding out you don't have a way home. It's like what? Yeah, I, I... like where's their money? Like, you've already spent the money. Are you going to get that money back? Who knows? Because the CEOs of this company walked off with tens of millions of dollars i think they should be put in jail cuz this is that's
1: bad do they do, do they have they found the ceos do they just
0: i'm not sure it's still i think i think there's still a lot of gray space there's a lot of unknowns but this is definitely something to keep your eye on and definitely kind of do your research too when you're when you are booking travel like you know i'm sure a lot of people this this company's had a good reputation I I would assume but um from what I've heard but
1: not anymore. <laughs> a lot, lot of bad Yelp reviews coming their way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and then some other things in the news to kind of keep an eye on obviously the with the whole with the politics stuff with the impeachment proceedings um the whistleblower thing and things like that. I've been watching on it. It's a little I for me it's a little early to to have an opinion and or um, comments on it, uh, it's still a little fresh. Um, it's definitely I think I think it's all bizarre in honestly from both sides. Um, I don't think it's gonna go as planned for for both sides, but who knows we'll we'll see. Um, I have the whistleblower complaint pulled up on my computer. I'm about two pages in of nine. So we'll kind of we'll discuss it on a later date when things kind of, I mean, like I said, it's a little fresh, but uh, Steve and I do have differencing different opinions when it comes to politics, which is totally fine. I love it. I think it's cool. It's fun. It gives us something to talk about. But uh, what, what are your initial thoughts about what's happening?
1: My my initial thoughts, I think whichever side you're on, impeachment is a big deal, so mm-hmm. it's not something to take lightly, and yeah. yeah, maybe we have a president now that not everyone agrees with and thinks things have been done wrong, and it may be in a bigger light, um, obviously now, obviously with social media and things like that, and yeah. who he was before he was president, but yeah it's just something to not take too lightly um and just to kind of do your research i think i think everyone and no matter what position you're in you need to uphold the office but you also get justice everyone that's what this country is based off of so um kind of need to hear everything out like you said and um obviously probably by this time uh, next week there'll be more things on there but
0: yeah, like like I said, I mean, um, one of one of our biggest mentors is is very liberal, and he even he doesn't care for the president. But I mean, he's even agreed that uh, impeachment is probably not the way to go. I mean, it looks bad for all of us. Um, I think there's definitely other ways around it. Now, now if there was if there are things found that you know he are are actual impeachable offenses, then yeah, absolutely. That you know, it needs to be done, but I just haven't seen anything quite yet. Um, it's still new. Something to keep an eye on. Um, so yeah, I mean, and if you have, you know, anybody listening, if you have different opinions or views, let us know. We'd love to hear them. Um, if you want to come on and voice your opinion on things, we'd love to have it. We'd love to have debate. Like I said, next week we have, you know, uh, Zachary Moses is going to be running for Utah governor. He's running on the blue side. Um, his slogan is awesome. It's you know His last name is Moses, and he wants to part the Red Sea. Let's go. I think it's awesome. So it'll be fun. Uh, he's also a CEO of uh, HE Travel, which is a travel company geared towards uh, the gay and lesbian community, which I think is fantastic. Um, they put travel packages together for people um it's awesome so i'm excited to hear more about that and kind of catch up with him like i said we went to high school together uh super cool dude i did stand-up comedy and stuff's been kind of all over the world and um looking forward to that um what do you got coming up what do you got what's up next for you stephen
1: uh what's up next for me? Well, I need to uh take a vacation at some point. I just finished paying off my credit card debt, so you know
0: <laughs> i, I want to become Utah's nice this year
1: <laughs> what's that?
0: Mayor Utah's nice this year
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. yeah, I'm just a state over man if you want to come out here and travel uh but yeah, uh yeah, we'll see. uh need to take a little vacation, need to take a break. I've been helping my family out um on the farm that they have out there, so Uh, other than that, gonna, gonna hit the gym right now, actually, after this. So
0: there you go. Back to work. I go. I should go hit the gym, but like I said, I'm super sore. I'm probably just going to take some ibuprofen, curl up and cry and go home. So we'll see what
1: happens. Hey, there you go. Uh, (laughs) make sure you wipe all the tears off your face before you walk (laughs) in the house. So yeah, wife doesn't know. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, I just got some, uh, auto mechanic work to do this week I'm still working on this uh pain in the ass project but i'm getting it narrowed down i gotta do some valves hopefully that'll fix my issue and i'll be cruising around in a pretty sweet ride once again.
1: hey there you go what what body type was that again that you said you Oh,
0: no, it's uh, so those that you follow audi i love audis i think they're some of the greatest cars but they also can be some of the greatest pain in the ass But it's a 2005 and a half. So in 2005, Audi changed the body style of the A4 from what they call a B6 body style to the B7. Uh, The B7 introduced the wide mouth grille that Audi is now kind of known for, where it's a big opening in the front with the the four rings. Um, So this is the very first edition of the B7 model, which is that wide mouth. uh, it's also, they, the the one that I have is the 3.2 liter V6. They also had the, they, at that time, they changed it from the 2.8 V6 to 3.2. And then the four-cylinder turbo they had was the 1.8 to the 2.0, which I did have before. My white Audi was the 2.0 turbo. But anyways, it's it's a sweet car. It's fully it loaded. It nice. Heated seats, heated rear seats, which is kind of a new thing back then, which... Uh, the kids think is awesome, but I had to remind them they still sit in car seats, so they can't experience the heated seats quite yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, God, I love them. They'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been fun. That's what we got going on. Uh, we're, you know, just cruising right into October, and holiday seasons are just right here. Got Halloween soon.
1: Fall's coming.
0: Oh, we're supposed to crazy. get a
1: lot of snow in Colorado this year. Uh, so yeah,
0: we, us too. But. Anyways, folks, that's all we have for you today. We'd like to give a big thanks to Stephen for calling in today and filling in for Hack. Thank you. Um, And we look forward to having him again in the future. So till next time, folks, stand up.